Yeah, everybody, welcome to Awesome World, my solo podcast where I talk by myself without Tully and Kevin, hence the name Awesome World, splitting two shows, meaning Jason Ellis show would be the Jason Ellis show with Kevin Kraft and Michael Tully, and then Awesome World would be the Jason Ellis show with no friends whatsoever. Uh, which is a lie because today we have two guests. So fuck you, everyone who thinks I got no friends. Since it's usually me. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So I got to thank our sponsors. That's right, Ellis. As Awesome World has sponsors. Cool Ven. It's the it's the uh, cold, isolated, soft sided meal bag. With detachable heating chambers. Perfect for the road, hiking, sport, and your car. You can take it anywhere you want. Cobblers, and you can plug it in so you can keep... You could have a hot bacon... You could have hot bacon in your top thing, and then you can have an ice-cold beer if you want it. Mine's got no alcohol in it, but it tastes just the same. I'm pretty sure you probably disagree, but I taste of me tastes great. But you can do that. You can have freezing cold and super hot in the same box of fun. And it's very easy to carry and take it anywhere you want. And right now, the old uh, promo code Ellis will get you 25% off till the end of the year. So check out CoolVen and grab yourself one of those things for a 25% discount. And then you'll be ready for uh, wherever you want to go to keep your shit hot and cold. And also Lean Feast is a meal prep company that has, uh, they got like, yeah, they're nationwide, 13 locations nationwide, more opening next year. Uh, They have all kinds of different food, things that you would like if you're finding it difficult, if you're somebody who's trying to get in the game of taking care of yourself. This is an excellent starter kit because they have food that is not going to, throw you off too hard you know they have pancakes and they have muffins they have a bunch of stuff that you'd think probably wouldn't get you in shape but they're low calories and they're all out of the right way and if you eat them through the day that is how you will get fitter you will lose weight you've got to keep build your metabolism you've got to eat the right stuff and sometimes you're in a hurry and you eat crap because you haven't got no time if you went to lean feast you would have these in the fridge ready to stick in the microwave for a couple of minutes and Bob will be your uncle. Uh, leanfeast.com. Follow them on Instagram at lean lowercase feast. On Facebook, The Lean Feast. Check out both those companies and shout out to Eric and everybody there for uh, helping uh, Awesome World and the Jason Ellis Show get off to the right start. So we're stoked to have those guys involved. So, underscore. Oh, uh, what did I say? Lower, lowercase. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's called an underscore. It's okay. It looks like a Thanks, minus Katie. sign, but underscore. it's just a little lower. I'm still learning how that there's there's like three different there's. Hey, that last one throws me the old e the e i r one. I'm like, man, why? You know, I don't get it. There's it, a little trick to each one of them. Yeah, well, I don't have time to learn that right now. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get to the show. I noticed a lot of people reaching out uh, about the surfboard thing, people offering surfboards. 
I did a Patreon show earlier today where I came up with a uh, a good um, happy medium here because yes, we you know we both did not purchase anything for Christmas. We're not broke. We're just living a life of a lifestyle of a millionaire with probably way less than a million dollars coming in, which means we're going to start tightening up stuff. And tightening up stuff would mean don't go buy $500 worth of surfboard at the drop of a hat. Shut up, Jimbri. And of course, welcome Jimbri to the show. Um, so my theory is I know that some of you follow me and you've seen that I buy, I bought a surfboard you're not going to – you could do it. I bought a surfboard and I bought it off a guy and the guy was like, you got to have these foam patty things on there. And I was like, okay, cool, foam patty. And they had pink ones. And I'm like, ooh, I like pink. So now I've got pink foam patty things on my surfboard. And turns out not only do you not have this – what I would call rip grip because in, in skateboarding there used to – there was an era in the 80s where we needed way more traction on our hands. So we needed rails on the side of our skateboard, and then on the inside of the rail you would have rip grip. So you had the rip grip and the rail to hold on to. So there was no way that board was slipping out of your hands. Weird how that changed. Um, but, yeah, they put rip grip on the top of surfboards. It's just a big giant scam. They're like, oh, man, what are we going to do with this foam shit? Nobody uses rip grip anymore. I know. We'll tell everybody it's on a surfboard. It's better than wax. So it turns out from talking to surfers, it's not better than wax, you fucking idiot. It's like for old people. Maybe the guy thought, God damn, this guy's so old. Maybe I'll give him a foam board or put some foam on his board to make him safer or something. I am looking older lately. Fuck. Anyway, it's such a bummer. It's like a, I'm like a hot chick, you know? It's like <laughs> you, get, you get up, you're like, oh, wow, look at that. And then you get up close, you go, ah, oh, damn. You know what I mean? They, she had her, obviously had her day, you know? And it's like, fuck. It'd be different if I was just ugly the whole time. I'm almost hot. When you get up close, you're like, ooh, how old are you? It's like fucking almost 50. Yeah. Crow's feet and all over the place. Anyway, so I've got these foam things on my board and I've been scratching them off all day. Razor blades and, and uh, all kinds of knives. And I've almost got the whole thing off, ready to go. And I'm going to re-wax the whole board. And this is the board that is not good to catch waves on. But if, it, if it's a wave that just breaks like a dumped out shitty wave, it'll probably get on that. So my theory is to earn the board, because it's cold, it's winter, it's raining right now. Apparently you can't even go in the ocean for a couple of days. Once again, why go buy a surfboard if you're not even going to use it for a couple of days? So I'm going to hold off. Would never have held off. Old me would have bought that board that day and thought nothing of it. Now I've decided that I'm going to shave the foamy shit off. I'm going to re-wax it and then I'm going to surf and I'm going to catch a total of 10 waves. I'm going to catch 10 waves. They can count. They can, they, you know, I mean, it's white water. It doesn't matter. Waves. You catch it, you stand up, and you ride. 10 waves from now, I will go and buy that longboard. Maybe it won't be there anymore. Maybe it won't be on sale. There'll be another one. I'll find it. I'll get it, and we'll be fine. So to me, it's a real testament to my dedication to wanting to surf by oh yeah, dude, we'll then fucking go down there tomorrow morning in the freezing cold. Fuck, I can't go tomorrow. That's, I'm ready to do, I'm ready to start now. But go down there when the rain is cool and catch 10 waves. So that's, I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be a couple of days in a row of getting lucky. 
because they're so shit and so far and few between. So after 10 waves on that, then I'll know that it's time. I believe my kids are here, baby. Yeah, I know. Without anybody telling me that they're coming. Kids! It, they're here. It's them. Oh. I'm doing a show, all right? She knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We discussed it earlier. I oh, oh you. shit. You should have. Um, where was I? So, yes, the 10 wave getting up in the morning because I know that uh, I wake up really early next today for the first time. I think it's from skating. I woke up at 7.30. I, I slept. I woke up. I woke up in the middle of the night with the thunderstorm thing and I just felt like I knew I could keep sleep more because I was tired. So... I feel good about having a sleep. That feels good that I have that under my belt. I think hopefully I can try and do that again tomorrow, tonight, I mean. And then by then the sun will come up and then we can start surfing. And then in the morning when I wake up and I think about it, because I do think about it, I go, God, it's so cold out there, though. But you know all those guys go in the dark. They, like, get up in the dark and put a – I think they – I think surf dudes, like, put wetsuits on at night. And then they go before it's light. And then they get, you know, in those good waves – like, there must be an early morning thing because it seems like they do do that. It's weird because a lot of the pro surf guys that I knew were party animals, you know? It must be so confusing. They party until like four in the morning and then what? You're not going surfing that day, right? Maybe you do. That's crazy. Maybe you end your night that way. But I mean, maybe you were born to surf because you naturally wake up really early and then you're always like pissy pants in the dark because you're like, oh, I have nothing to do. Put on your wetsuit. The fuck out of here! I know, right? Go, go grab a wave. I know. I just feel like I. It's such. I feel scared to go out there by myself. And if I go there at six in the morning and it's not even light yet, what if a shark eats me? No one will even know. It'll be like that lady that in the first jaws that got hit late at night, and the cowboy guy was so drunk he didn't even know that she got eaten. Mm. She got super eaten. What if you uh, have lights strapped to your body? I would do that. Yeah. I mean, I've already won Kook of the Year several times. Why not? <laughs> you may as well cover yourself in Why not have years. lights on it as well? Yeah. There was this guy that I would always see at Doss Bunker. I think he was dressed like some sort of a cat, but he had lasers. Like he had these laser gloves that shot lasers off each finger. And then he had these big shoulder pads on that also shot lasers. And it was like a treat because he had some sort of like power pack on his belt to turn it all off and on. And he would turn it off and like, creep to one part of the club and then turn it back on and it was always such a treat i like to think that you would be that guy in the ocean Thanks, like oh the laser guys here i don't feel like surfers are like gonna be embracing of of laser guy well maybe they're gonna pick on him they've never met laser guy i don't want to get picked on in the surf they're already <laughs> making me intimidated where's fucking adam hunter oh he just popped in all right Admit him. Admit him. Yeah, to the chat. Yeah, I, you got all kinds of words. What was that lowercase thing you said? Uh, underscore. Underscore. Shit yes. like that. It's technical. Yes. All right. I'm seeing him. All right. I see him. Mm-hmm. Why are you adjusting your hair, Adam? Like, what does it really matter at this point? <laughs> I can't hear you yet. Hold on. Hang on. We'll figure this out. We're figuring it out. I just know that Adam Hunter is... Just drove to his hotel room in Vegas, and that means that he just walked into a hotel room and put a laptop on to do this interview to get uh, the word out about his Netflix special, and he's 
probably doing interviews with every fucking asshole on the planet that'll do it. And I understand what that's like, Adam, because I have reached out to a few people recently myself. <laughs> Gotta get your audio. My studio is awesome, dude. It's doing good. I just got a new painting that um, has lights in it, and when I talk, it reacts to the voice. <laughs> that's not distracting at all? I mean, I'm not... I No. I mean, maybe the person that's watching it might get distracted, but I'm... I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. I think it looks awesome. It does. Watch. Check. Check. Wow. Right? So if you play music in here, it dances to it. That's amazing. I love that. It's a fan who's a dentist who hit me up and was like, I've got art for you that would be perfect for your studio. And I'm like, I don't have any money, dude. And he's like, I just want to build it. I'm like, okay. Dude, come over and put this fucking giant wolf laser light thing in my house. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Are we good to go, baby? Yeah. Wait, I'm going? Yeah. I've already gone? I'm doing it? Yep. Oh. All right. Well, I didn't introduce Adam Hunter. We had some technical difficulties, but we figured it out. Adam Hunter, welcome to Awesome World. (laughs) We were going to have, we would love to have him on the Jason Ellis show, but the Jason Ellis show is once a week and we already filmed three of them. So and Adam's special comes out. It's out, right? It comes out today. Today. It's on UFC Fight Pass. Oh, it's on UFC Fight Pass. So you are, you do, you got a stand-up special on UFC Fight Pass. You're, you could almost fight CM Punk. You're almost there. Like you, you have enough <laughs> weird clout that you could almost, and you have a wrestling background. Like you probably actually have a way better wrestling pedigree than he does. So oh, yeah. it's not that crazy of a fight. Like how did that work out? Dana just loves your comedy or how's that work? I think it was just cause, um. You know, I used to work for the UFC. Yeah, like, I knew that. Ago, they hired me to roast fighters. And um, <laughs> and then that's how MMA Roasted started. And then over the years, I, I kept pitching shows. And I, I pitched a show, like five different shows. And then finally, on his birthday, you know, because he was like, well, I want to produce your special. But then COVID happened and he just called me up. He's like, we're going to do it. So I'm like, great. So they, they, they flew me out. Um, it was hard because of the pandemic. The crowd had masks on. And, oh, you had um, a crowd. Yeah. How many people? Like, did they have to do the distance thing? Yeah, they they chatted in the UFC Apex, um, where they do the Contender Series. Yeah. Turned into a comedy club. I mean, like a, a theater. Yeah. And and uh, I was nervous because you know I I was I did about 20, 25 minutes just on the MMA stuff alone, and then like. 20 minutes about my regular act kind of yeah and then they were like okay here are the people in the crowd it's gonna be travis brown i'm like great that guy blocked me on twitter thankfully uh he didn't he, he didn't show up travis um, brown uh uh ronda rousey's husband yeah he doesn't yeah. like you I, I guess not I, what'd I mean, you I say i don't even know i i mean you probably did a ronda rousey joke right but yeah, but I actually went out of my way to not make jokes about the guy. Um, yeah, but you probably did a Ronda Rousey joke. Yeah, but Ronda didn't block me. It was I think they were talking about anal sex, how they like anal sex. They did? Was, yeah, they were tweeting about it. And they were said, tweeting about how they love anal sex? Where have I been, man? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did they do that? A couple a couple months ago, so then I posted something like, "Well, now he can't sit," you know, or something like something kind of like to that extent. Wait, Travis said he likes anal sex. No, no, but that was oh, a okay. joke. 
Okay. You know, so so now I think I made I made some kind of joke about them, but he blocked me. But luckily, he actually didn't show up. But Mike Perry was in the front. Uh, Mike and his pregnant girlfriend. You know, that's terrifying. Um, that is terrifying. I don't want to be. If he's in the room, I'm scared. I don't even have to be on stage telling jokes. I'm worried. I want to go home soon. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he was in the very front, but he. I, I made so many Mike Perry jokes. You did. Yeah, I was like, he's on parole. Uh, and then I was saying that, like, you know, I love your girlfriend. I'm 16 and pregnant. Oh! <laughs> he, fucking, he, he was, like, the best sport of anybody. Hey. I, I caught him on, a, on like, a good day. Um, yeah. So that was cool. And then and it was, like, Brandon Moreno. And, like, it was, it was like about 50 people, about 35 people in a room that felt 200 because of COVID restrictions. But it turned out to be really good. I mean, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was nerve-wracking because they got rescheduled a bunch of times. And... I, you know, it was one of those things where I, I, I couldn't believe it actually, I actually pulled it off. So I'm the first comic to be on UFC Fight Pass. So you're saying that you said to Dana White on his birthday, does that mean you were at his birthday party or you were like, no, hey. I just, I just texted him a joke, like happy birthday. And I, I, I told him like, you know, I got you a present, but I sent it to Herb Dean. So you'll get it in two weeks. It was right after Herb Dean made that botch call yeah and he, and he wrote black laugh my ass off and he's like we're doing your special because i had pitched him over the years like 10 like 10 different shows like every year i pitch him all these shows and you know he wanted to do it and so you're saying it's not a bad idea because i stopped texting danny because i felt like i uh you know he wasn't feeling I'm, I'm just like maybe too gay or just i should just not text him i don't think it's appropriate he's like would rather lose my number but <laughs> I mean, he did want me to do radio at one point for him, and now I am a free agent. I wonder if I'd be like, hey, man, like, do you need me to do any UFC podcasting? Like, I, I'll do it. And then I've got to make a joke. Can you write down a joke for me to get me in at first? <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be surprised, man. There are so many fighters that I write tweets for. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so many, but there's a couple of them. Uh, because they'll be like, hey, I, I want to insult this guy. Can you give me a joke for him? Right, okay. Like, you know, so. That's good. Uh, yeah, Do yeah, they yeah. compensate you for these jokes, these tweets? No, not at all. Right. Uh, they make me videos saying thank you, and I'm like such a fan. I'm like, oh, well, I got a video. For this I, get, you know? I get that. I, yeah, MMA guys, they don't have any money to give you anyway. I mean, what am I going to say? Here, 50 bucks? And what am I going to do? I'm just saying, there's like, what is it? There's like, there's like 10 dudes that have a bunch of money, and the rest of them are like, I don't think they should be going around paying money f to anyone for tweets. <laughs> <laughs> they should be saving that cash. Yeah. <laughs> so what with the UFC doing this, sorry, UFC Fight Pass, does that mean that this, there's a potential for more? 100%. Um, uh, Dana, Dana really liked it. He, he wrote me some really good stuff about it. And he, he said, we're going to do another one and we're going to pack it and get 200 people and get everyone drunk and, and just make it, make it a big party, you know? Wow. So, uh, That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, no, I was really, I was, I was really happy, you know, I was just, cause I was so, you know, I pitched on this show and that show and this show and that show and then COVID happened and I'm like, you know, it's over. I'm not, I'm not going to bother people for shows. And then it just happened, you know? Yeah. That's inspirational. Cause I was thinking the same thing when the whole serious thing fell through. I'm like, it's Christmas, you know, like, uh, asking people if I can be on your show or, you know, even having an idea. I was actually going to try and organize a fight. Because my friend has a new gym that isn't open yet, obviously because of COVID, but he still has the gym and the boxing ring. And I was like, I could do a couple of fights, you know, get a couple of people COVID tested and just have a, uh, a New Year's event because there's no UFC. And then I did a Patreon show this morning and people told me I wasn't sure. 
because I'm a little bit out of the loop, but I'm, I know Tom Segura got hurt and I don't know how, but it looked like it really hurt, like proper hurt. So I asked people what happened and they, they informed me, you probably know, some basketball accident. I guess he was like doing a stunt for filming something and he tried to do a dunk or, or I don't know what it was exactly, but he, dude, this guy has broken his arm. His he has like uh, ligament damage and like internal shit. He's fucking hospitalized for weeks. Adam, like the oh. dude is doing a show with Burke Kreischer for New Year's from his hospital bed, and I and I'm told that this is from a basketball accident, and they're going to show the box the basketball accident on New Year's, and I was like. I don't need to do anything for anyone. I just need to watch this event. Because to me, I was saying uh, Logan Paul fighting Floyd Mayweather. I'm definitely watching that. That's fucking funny to me. And I'm definitely watching uh, Tom Segura almost die from a basketball injury. I'm not going to watch that. That's that's sad. I'll get upset. Because, I mean, Logan Paul Mayweather is going to be funny. But Segura, I would just be depressed. He seems like a real nice guy. He is a nice guy. And it's... Look, I, that's it's funny because I was laughing a little bit when people were telling me the injuries and how bad they were. And I'm like, you got to understand where I'm coming from. I'm not laughing like, ha ha, he's in a lot of pain. I'm laughing at my whole life. I've gone to hospital for injuries and shit. And you, you, you're going to hospital longer than me for a basketball slam. Like, what are you, fucking glass man or something? Like what? Well, he's not very athletic, though. I mean, you're, you're, you're ranked number seventh in the world. Come on, Adam. Come on, dude. When you're, I believe that when you are, and I found out, I don't know if this is true, but Katie Googled it. He's only 41. Wow, he looks older. Okay. So that maybe he does have like a bone disease or something because that is, you, look, yes, sure, skateboarding, I've got a lot of injuries, more than the average person, but you know as well as I do, a basketball injury where you are hospitalized and and you are in so you have so many injuries it's a car crash it's like a really severe car accident i believe what's that dude that had the boxing the 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 best fucking the the fell out of his fucking lamborghini did you see that crash and now he's fighting again errol spence errol spence thank you errol, i believe that errol spence's injuries should have been similar to what tom segura has but instead <laughs> Fucking Spence is fine, and Tom Segura is completely obliterated from... They're saying that it's a dunk, and I'm like, how does Tom Segura dunk? Did somebody throw him up there? Because then I could see how you would get injured. But, man, I'm excited. You don't want to watch that? You're saying you that will make you sad. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I want to watch him do comedy from a hospital bed. I, I just don't know if that's... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay, you're misunderstanding. He's going to be in a hospital bed narrating with Bert, and then they're going to show the footage oh, right, of right. his slam. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> New Year's Eve, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not watching that. Well, Adam, I've, I'm really sensing the, some disdain <laughs> towards the, what you're saying that these, like, as a fellow comedian, you don't respect this kind I respect, of. I, I respect Bert Kreischer. I respect Tom Segura. Those are great comics. I just yeah. don't know. I don't know if that's going to make me happier or more depressed on New Year's Eve to watch that. So if I don't know if it's going to make me more depressed or happier, I'm probably not going to watch it. See, now you're making me ju- doubt myself. I'm like, uh, no, you know, I'm, you're making me feel like I don't know what real comedy is. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't watch their specials. I think I have. But I'm way more excited about, about Tom Segura getting 
fracked from basketball. I so want to see this video. I'm dying to see it. They I'm got me. You're not, I'm surprised you're not in on the whole Jake Paul thing. I, they, I, I think my celebrity power is not, it's not enough to, ma- I, I thought about making a video saying, you guys are all shooting for these, these heavy hitters and you even, you haven't even beat up a, a, um, like, uh, what is it called when you're, what did Joe Rogan call me? As, what is it when you're, a, um, a D-lister? Yeah, like a D-list, what's, uh, what did McConnor call Dustin Poirier when he, a journeyman? Yeah, he's a yeah. I'm a D-list journeyman, and I'm like, yeah. To me, that's I, I'll take that. But you guys haven't beat a journeyman yet. Should you not at least beat one journeyman before you step up to the pro top five? Like they haven't beat anybody that won a fight, right? Which, but you know that. I mean, you've won fights before. They won't. They won't do it, Adam. There's no star power in it. It'd be different if I if I won a dunk contest in the NBA. Then yeah then it would make sense, but it's just some old guy from the radio. It's not as good. I know. I've thought about it. I feel like you have more people that follow you than Nate Robinson. I mean, no one was talking about Nate Robinson before that fight. I mean, nobody was even mentioning Nate Robinson. Well, I think my my, uh, opportunity has definitely passed because – it's we're talking we're talking Bisbings and all these and and uh, Ben Askrens. I I think that the window for my one has passed because if I'm them, I, I get it. I'd rather fight Ben Askren than me too. First of all, you might win against Ben Askren. I I love Ben and Ben talks a mean game, especially I see his interviews where he's like, I used to punch people at the wrestling thing. We would drink and fight, and I would beat up everybody. I believe that Ben Askren does beat up most normal people. But he's one of the worst boxers I've ever seen in MMA. Unless he's li- unless he's he, he could fool me and go, I'm actually a pretty good boxer, but when I fight MMA, I just go into grappling mode. I don't really care about my hands. Okay, maybe, but you've never simulated like you know any like his technique is like it's not trained at all, which and I think Jake Paul looks pretty good for um for an amateur. You know, I, I thought that too, but then I would talk to people that train with Ben Askren who said he would murder Jake Paul. People that spar with Askren said that Askren would murder Jake Paul. And they're all out of Rufus Sport. Maybe they have to say that because they're his teammates. Wait, who's at Rufus Sport? Askren is. Askren is, yeah. And, and anyone that's ever trained with him says that, like, he would destroy Jake Paul in a boxing match. Okay, well, okay, because it, it really does seem – like that. See, this is one of these ones where you think I'd know because I am Jake Paul level and and I have moved with Ben Askren level men. And I I think I could beat Ben Askren in a boxing fight. I really do. I but if everybody I I would definitely be I'm more nervous now if the if I really was gonna fight him, that everybody at that gym was like, dude, he will fucking destroy you. Because I know when MMA dudes, unless it's this team hurrah thing, when some when a whole fucking gym is like, oh, that dude will kill that dude, and they're not like paid to say that, it's because it's probably factual. Yeah, that's what I because I was like with you. I'm like the way he fought Damian Maya, the way he kind of throws arm punches, you've never actually seen him actually turn his hip on a punch. Right. You know, so I'm kind of with you, but then when I talk to guys, they're like, oh no, I, I've seen him spar boxing. And he, he would murder him. And I'm like, okay. I definitely think that um, 
if you if I don't think Jake Paul has the power to knock Ben Askren out. Like I yeah. don't I think that maybe you will land some shots on Ben Askren, but I don't think Ben Askren's ever been bothered by getting punched in the face. He is the most durable head out there. I know that knee knocked him out, but I think that knee knocked out everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, he was texting me like an hour before that fight because we had just done a video for the MA Awards. Yeah. And he was like and he was like, yo, man, our video got up to half a million views. And I'm like, hey, man, you know what would have more views? Like you knocking out Mosfet, you submitting Mosfetal. Like I was trying to, you know, and, and then he was like, yeah, but the UFC would never allow that. I'm like, you're missing the point. Like, dude, focus. But then I talked to guys that train with him that said that's how he's been his whole life. Like he'd be at wrestling tournaments just bullshitting. And they'd be like, hey, you're, you have a match in 12 seconds. And then he would go out and just pin the state champ in a third. Like that's just his his way of of doing things. Yeah, yeah. Not, not focused. And- I, look, I know, I know that the wrestlers of the world are the toughest of the MMA community. I know they are. I know that they're the density of their heads and their necks and everything. It's just really good at, at taking a shot. But I also know, you know, I've 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 beat. Boxes that I've I've beat people in boxing that are these crazy MMA dudes that everyone's like, whoa, that guy's the dude, and I've I've beat them, you know, and I'm like, because you're not you're not that good at at boxing. That's the only reason that I got you is because the one facet that you suck at the most is the one thing that I know a little bit about, and it's and if it's only in boxing where you have to see there's no leg kick there's no fake to kick a leg there's no fake to fucking grapple there's there's no you're not going to bite on anybody going to grab your ankle it's illegal so you only have to worry about Ben Askren's hands i'm uh, <laughs> you knocked out Gabe Rudiger twice yeah yeah right and i don't know i don't uh, Gabe's pretty bad with his hands but i i, I think Gabe and Ben Askren would be a pretty fair fight but I mean, do you think in a fight, if it was MMA, Gabe would have beaten you? Uh, the first time, probably yeah. But I, I don't think this time. I don't think now, just because I at the the first time we fought, I really didn't know that much about jujitsu. He's a million times better, but I have enough jujitsu. I can get unlucky if I slip or something. Then yeah, if he gets in a, a like in a position where I, I I know that those guys are. I can't get out of it, but just the stock stuff, like a takedown or whatever, I'm not a moron. Like, I don't just, like, raise my hand up and let people armbar me. I, I, I know how to keep my elbows in and get – I'll get up. I'll get out. Now, are you training to fight Gomez? Because that's what people are saying <laughs> on the internet. Is that a real thing? I think it's a real thing. I mean, he really wants that fight, and he's training a lot for it. But uh, I, I'm, I'm ready to fight. I could fight him right now. I just think that he needs a little bit more training before he fights me. I am – he – did an interview with one of his friends and one of his friends was talking to Joe Rogan. That's how I know about this thing. Cause Joe said, Hey man, don't fight. Tell Lewis not to fight Jason. Jason is, you know, I mean, he's not like a, you know, UFC guy, but he's fucking good enough to fucking hurt somebody. And I also think Joe knows me from old Jason Ellis, where I was just trained under Justin fortune. And I did not know that punching everybody in the head was a bad thing. I figured we all went to the gym and we all punched each other in the face and that's Friday. That's what happens. I didn't know that, you know, going around slugging each other in the head for jokes is kind of stupid. So obviously I don't do that anymore, but I think he only knows that guy. Uh, and, I, and he, you know, he was like, Jason likes to hurt people. And that could, he couldn't be more off. You could not be more off. I've told my wife several times 
about this fight that if he's not good enough, I don't feel comfortable punching him in the face. Like if he's really to the point where I'm like, you're nowhere near as good as me and I'm pretty relaxed now. I don't even think I'm worried about anything that you have to offer. I can't punch that dude in the face. He called me when I got dropped from Sirius. The guy like got me a sponsor for my podcast. I really, I, I really like the guy and I don't want, like what if I broke his orbital and he had to have a face surgery? Like I've, I'm not, I'm the opposite. I don't know if Mike Perry for sure, but I'm the opposite. He's a really nice guy. He is a nice guy. But I think if you hit, if he hits you in the face, you're going to hit him back. Yes, but I, but I, yes, you know this as well. My face, you hit me in my face. It's not going to do anything. The way he fights right now, the way how his videos are, you punch me in the face. It's not going to even make me mad. If I punch you in the face, you're going out. I spent my whole life. My the number one thing I have is I sit down on shit. If I hit you, you're gonna get knocked out for sure. Am I the most evasive guy? No, not a, not at all. I got better. I'm better than I've ever been at like footwork and moving and like just hand eye coordination. I land punches better. I always have my hands up better. But I tr- I I do it all the time. Like I wasn't gonna fight. I do it because I love doing it. And I watch his videos. He's not. He's like. He's like, he just started at him. It's like he's got, and he said his boxing is his best bit and his boxing is looks like he's just started. So I think because uh, the knee surgery, I'm going to start doing grappling in like a, in a couple of weeks from now. My knee's ready. I, I skateboarded yesterday so my knee can take it. So I, 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 I just hope that it takes longer for this fight to happen and that he stays sober and goes to the gym five days a week and actually like, gets like some real hand-eye coordination going, starts hitting the bag like it looks like it's actually going to do damage. And then, yeah, we got ourselves a fight. But he he texted me about Bisbing fighting Jake Paul and said, if he gets it, would you box me on the undercard? And I, I was like, yeah, of course I'll do it. I also, people are like, man, you think he thinks he's going to get you. I, I thought the same thing when I fought Kyle Kingsbury. I was like, He's a million times better than me. He's stronger than me. He's faster than me. He's younger than me. He's got everything going for him. But I, I've got a puncher's chance. And and I and and I love the challenge. So I went in there thinking that I had a real shot against Kyle. And that's why I don't disrespect Lewis. If he signs a dotted line and he says, This is where I want you to fight, then I'm gonna fight. But like I said, if it's so apparent then I'm going to apply my blue belt in jujitsu and I'm going to submit him. I'm not going to cave his face in. I'm just not going to do it. I, I just think it'll be fun to watch like the weigh-ins and you guys, because I, I think it'll get heated. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you guys will be best friends afterwards. It will but definitely get heated. He's a fucking Puerto Rican rattlesnake and I'm a triggered Australian, like damaged goods. Like if you poke me, I fucking flip out. I don't understand sarcasm. I, if he's like, fuck you, bitch, you're bitch, you're bitch, like over and over and over, I will fucking snap. I know I will. And then all his fans will get into it and your fans. It'll be kind of fun, actually. It's a fun fight. Yeah, I think because at first I thought, man, this is going to be a bad fight and fans are going to all fight each other and they're going to find a new villain for each fan. But I, I, I really see a lot of similarities to his shit and my shit. And I yeah. think in the end, I see like a, a skank fest, Alice Mania years down the road where we're all bands playing cool. comedies, fucking the whole thing, you know, like just. Yeah, that would be cool. Because they're all similar, they're all a bunch of. Um, 
crazy uh, over testosterone potheads, you know? No, I don't, I don't think I've ever told you this, but when I first got introduced to you was when I worked at Fuel TV. Yes. I was the I was the uh, I was the MMA consultant on Ellis Mania, so I had to watch like seventy five hours of El- and and log it on like I didn't even know they gave me a some kind of a log sheet on on an Avid. I didn't even know what I, I was doing. I never edited before. I somehow got into this job that I had no qualifications doing, except for the fact that I watched every like like thousands of hours of of a hot dog fight a taco and and, and all your fans all and it was the most insane shit i've ever seen in my life it was like a, you had like a cult and but there were so many people that were like yeah i just got back from you know iraq and i had all i had ptsd and i was drooling and i wanted to kill myself and then i found jason ellis and the guy saved my life but now i'm just on meth like there was always like a and you know that was like kind of funny nobody gets but, that alive but but there were so many people that you influenced, and then uh, and I was just w- I watched all your speeches. I went to your house, interviewed you, and then I interviewed Mayhem because you were fighting Mayhem. Oh shit! Yeah, it was all kinds of stuff. But that week, a comic punched me in the face because he said I stole a joke from him. Oh and, what? And at the, a comedy club, I got off stage. This comic that I never even. I met him a bunch of times, but I didn't. I had no. He, he sucker punch. Sucker punch. Yeah, like I didn't even see him. Yeah. I was at the Ha Ha Comedy Club, and he gave me like six stitches. Whoa! I turned, I turned around and just fucking hit him with like six punches in a row, just like boom, 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 boom. And then like he kind of covered up, and then I, I went to. I was being held back. I threw the comics off me. I threw a knee. I, 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 I like missed the knee, but then I went down like because this guy was a bully and he had done it to other people and yada yada. But the, the, I never would have actually. <laughs> Defended myself had I not watched hours of fucking <laughs> fuck off. Fuck and, off. Like, all this shit. I- I'm telling you, like you definitely like uh, <laughs> your your whole motto was like harden the fuck up. Yes, and it was all about like uh, and then and then it was crazy because then I also uh, followed you around. I think it was the Viper Room. You had a band, and then your ex-wife got into a fight in the crowd with somebody, and I had to interview them. Wait, 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 oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, if she, if she drank, she would fight people. She just started pounding on somebody. She threw a glass, right? Yeah, someone, yeah. I, that's, I I fucking, someone was like, man, your chick's pissed, and and then a glass whizzed past my face, and I'm like, what? And then some hair, and punching, and I'm like, man, there was always, this, Gabe Rudiger punched a fan, like, after I knocked him out at, at the after party. Wow, and yeah, then den- and then denied it to me, and then admitted it like four years later that yeah I did punch that guy. It was crazy. By the way, I talked to Mayhem. Uh, he's doing much better. In jail? Yeah. Okay, we'll do this. I'll do this with you because you and I both vouched for him and tried to help, and yeah, yeah. and uh, I think we both realized that he wasn't trying to. To help himself, and that then, and when he gets crazy, he's a terrifying person. Like as a person, like you think I'm crazy. When he starts acting like that, I get real. Like I'm like, you're not gonna murder me, dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna be one of your fucking victims. Which means I, he's a Superman to me. If he flips out, he could kill anybody. I get. I don't like. I got. I got real mad at him for that because I'm like, you can't. 
you know, I show you my house, my kids are here, and you're gonna like potentially go crazy. You can't yeah, do that. I think that uh, I think COVID brought the worst in a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think that like he he I think he stopped getting drug tested. That's and, what it uh, was. And then he was also living with his ex, and then and that, that person that called me, and at one point I was, and I remember yeah. telling her, and now they're both in jail, I guess. So well, they both they both should they sounded. In, when she called, I was like, okay, it's not entirely Jason's fault. That's what I thought in the first two seconds. I'm like, this is a madman that has my phone number now. That's great. And and so, and so Jason does too. But I, I am, I you know, I mean, I I, I don't he's know. Doing, I hope he's it's much better. He's doing much better. Much better? Much better. But he's always doing better when he's medicated and he he's, has the right people around him or he can't. But he's he's training the jail workouts. Uh, he's coaching people in jail. Uh, he, he says he has a good 170 pounder, uh, but he has gang tattoos, so he might not be able to get. <laughs> but but he seems like he's. he's oh wanted, my! God. He, he wants to fight Jake Paul when he gets out. He said. Every every it's that this is the only embarrassed. This is the thing that the Paul brothers are are winning on. I don't think that those guys. This this is my theory on it, and I told my wife. I think that none. I don't think either one of them have a plan on fighting anybody in the UFC. But because they have such crazy money and UFC fighters don't, if he sends a text message by his management, you all go on social media and go, "Oh, he's gonna fight me! I'm gonna fight! Good luck, Paul brothers!" And then and now and now you know and then you get Ben Askren going, "He thinks pretty good, but he has for me." And I'm like, "Man, it, it, you're just giving them shout outs, and 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 they're no, it's never gonna happen. Don't don't make fun of my Ben Askren. I just made it up right now, okay." Vitor Belfort called him out. What? Yeah, Vitor Belfort must made a video and one F and one championship retweeted it. They want to put the fight on. Yeah, be- uh, I mean that's 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 some weak ass shit. You know that? Like that's so weak. Like no, you can't. I I, I get like the TV people because I get he calls out Conor McGregor because Conor McGregor is a one sixty, and this yeah. is the other thing. I, I my friend, a guy I sparred with, spars with them. And said that they, he won't spar anybody over 160. And they're like 197, 200 pounds. They're completely jacked 220 on steroids. I also heard that allegedly. Oh, yeah, you could tell. You could tell. How do you get on steroids? How do you have all those and then fight on a DAZN pro card? How does that happen? Because they make them exhibitions. Right. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with Tyson. Uh, you know, yeah. Tyson, I mean, you look at him uh, at 54 years old. Who looks like that? You know, they tested, they claimed that they tested both those guys. Do you know that? Yeah, but you could, I mean, you know, they also claimed that the guys in pride were tested too. I mean, you know, it's just did, like, did they really claim that they were tested in pride? They did not. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Cause I remember thinking <laughs> I've never seen more steroids on a, on a, on a, in a ring in my life. Like at one point, Vandalay had more veins Coming out of his body, then it, then it's that it's then you can have while having fatty I mean, tissue in you. I mean, I love Mark Coleman; he's a beast. But you ever see that video after he loses the Fedor? I mean, I've never seen anybody act. I mean, that's the scariest human being I've ever seen in my life. Is Mark Coleman? Yeah, those uh, guys get that temper. I, look, it take all the pain that it takes to be that good, and the. The the will to win so much so that bones snapping out of your body is 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 merely just a just a little thing in the back of your mind. You could care less, and then you hold that that amount for twenty to thirty years, and you think that you can like 
have a conversation with your daughter about flowers or something like there's a certain point it's like it's like cocaine there's a certain amount you can do where there's no coming back from it you might be able to get like sober but there's a price for this well i think i think brazilians especially because <laughs> even, even in mexico you can get anything anywhere I and mean, you go to a drugstore in mexico it's like and i, I think brazilians it's it's like if you get busted with steroids, it's not the same as in America where they like, oh, like Lance Armstrong. Oh, it's almost like you get in trouble for not trying hard enough if you lose. Like losing off steroids is a lot <laughs> more than winning on, you know what I'm saying? Like if you get busted with steroids, like, okay, whatever. Who cares? It's not like America where they, people look down on you, you know? Or oh, yeah. I just always, <clears throat> it'd be different if I was doing it for my career and every little edge got, and if nobody found out that I used any of it, then my, and I was, and I had this illustrious career, then I could justify Cause the, the winner in me, the competitor in me would, would justify it just to, if, if, if I felt like that was the thing that was going to put me over the edge, I would, I would try, I would, I would have cheated, especially knowing all those other fools were cheating and getting away with it. But to me, I always, I don't. I only have one. Every fight I've ever had, I thought it was the only fight I was ever going to have. So then, like the second one and the third one, I still thought, well, this is probably the last one. So I wanted to do it on. You know, what I mean, like I wanted to win for me, not for. Didn't matter if you saw me lose. I just wanted to like, could I win? Uh, I even did that King of the Cage fight. I kind of didn't mean it, but I, I thought that they tested, but it turns out they don't. And I, I went off testosterone and, and for, and I didn't even have to. Wow. So, you know, I started taking TRT about a year ago. I, I love it. It's way better. Right? Oh my God. I don't, I don't even get like, I've been doing this thing called fight camp. You ever do fight camp? Uh, is that like CrossFit, like circuit training? No, they send you a, like a bag and then they, put, Oh, like, the video. I saw that. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. They give you like four workouts a week, uh, Muay Thai, boxing, and it, and it counts. It's like Peloton, but for boxing. I saw it. Did Tyson use it, and so did like Felice Herring and shit. I love it. It's it changed my life. What? Uh, yeah, because I can work out any day, anytime I want, and it's right there. And it's an hour, and they play like hip hop or and you like pick the genre of music you want to play. Yeah. And it's like really inspiring people. Wait, but it uh, tells you what to do. Yeah. Get, okay. Today we're we're gonna do th you know three three laps, one right. Duck, duck, hook, roll, cross. Right. Oh, shit. Oh, you got like a little coach. Yeah, 100% coach. Every huh. round. And then like burpees in between or push-ups or sit-ups. It's just like you do t I do 10 rounds, three-minute rounds uh, with exercises during the rounds. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Dang, dude. Is that a UFC hookup? How'd you do that? No, my wife got it for me. <laughs> yeah. Because I was looking for like – Boxing workouts were because I my, my wife's mom comes a lot. She's not she's at risk because of COVID. I'm like I got and I and so I was going to Henzo Gracie's gym and doing Muay Thai there. But it's hard to rationalize to hey I'm going to be around 30 people sweating. Yeah. No. So I'm like I I just go to the garage and do it. That way I don't have to like be around people. Yep. You know? No, I get it. Same thing, dude. We're all yeah. doing starter kit gyms. I'm very lucky. I got enough. Uh, kettlebells and bags around, I, I, and I'm getting my upstairs matted out. Zebra mats are sending some mats, so once that shows up, that's when I'll start doing some jujitsu again. Now I, I remember when I followed you around before. You got up at like seven in the morning. You got <laughs> on like your like moped, and you're like, "Time to go!" And then you just went at a at a level ten the whole day. 
Uh, is it still that way or no? No, no, I don't. I don't think. Oh, I don't know. Is it Katie? Not really, right? Mm. I mean, I pick my spot. I, I look. I go when it's when it's time to go. Yeah, I go, and then when there's a pocket, I switch off. You know what I mean? I'll I'll, I'll time it out. I don't. I don't burn myself at both ends anymore. Like I used to just go, if I'm really tired, I'm like, so what? Uh, let's just do more. Like the, uh, let's fight and race the same day. All those lessons took a long time, but now I don't choose to pick that anymore at all. I usually go, if we're going to skate, we'll skate. I don't go, let's skate. And then let's go surf. And then I'll meet you at the fucking park and do like, that's what I used to do. Now I usually go, you go surf and then do some shows and then, like, call it a day. Maybe go, you know, talk to your wife or the kids, like, instead of just always career, career. Obviously, right now, it's just what podcast do I need to do and where do I need to go to make the podcast bigger? So, obviously, if I got a lot of calls to go somewhere, I would definitely do all of them. But that's just because this is crunch time right now. This is make or break my whole career. So, yes, I would burn out again right now for this. But if this settles, when this settles... You don't get me to do like it used to be. I usually, uh, you know, I mean, I, I I like to go crazy for like an hour a day, maybe two hours a day, if it's boxing or skating or doing something stupid, and then the rest is just work orientated and trying to uh, make myself happy, try to keep relaxed. You know, what I mean, don't don't overstress things because I think I I just overdid it too much, and I, and I feel like I made me angry, made me snappy, maybe bite people's heads off for no reason. And now I just don't do that as much. I'm not gonna lie, I was like, like "Holy shit, this dude's like, I, I never knew what Ellis I was gonna get. Like, I didn't know if you were gonna be super calm and like, kind of, or you were gonna be like, fuck it.' Like, uh, it was, it was a little bit kind of like uh, alarming. So, wow, it's, nice. it's actually, it's actually nice. It's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice, it's nice to hear that like, for real. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's too late because I feel like a lot of those times burnt some bridges like just that thing of uh when i heard from someone saying that joe rogan was like he really likes to hurt people i'm like i i really fully don't like i really i would say i i know i look like and i do a lot of combat but i really don't want to put pain on you you know like that's not no, what i, I want to do I, at all I, but i just I got the impression that you like to hurt yourself even uh, that has even that has subdued. I I I'll hurt myself for a challenge. I don't, but I'm not looking for the pain. I'm looking to get away scot free, quite frankly. But if the if the pain comes for the challenge, I'm willing to accept that for sure. Like skateboard slams and stuff, I can accept that. But I definitely am not. Um, you know, I'm not trying to break a world record or you know do some sort of stunt where I could potentially be. Uh, you know, I mean a paraplegic or something. Those ones are or off the list. I don't wish to die or f- come close to look at it anymore. I, I, I like, I like my day. I like, uh, you know, I'll, d- I'll do a couple of boxing fights. Even that is silly to me. I quite frankly thought I was done, but if Lewis wants one, then I'll get a three and O in my MMA career. And, and sure. Great. I'll take it. No, dude. Some of the stuff he did though, was like, it was way ahead of his time. Like, um, I, I, I tell people, I'm like, this guy literally had people blindfolded, with shock collars, and then you had people with, like, Down syndrome, like, press the buttons. Do, do you have to really – really? I had people with Down syndrome. Do you know what that sounds like, Adam? 
that I had, I had, I got fans, right? And I electrocuted them blindfold. And then Jason got some Down syndrome people to press the buttons. I, you, I feel like, did you see one guy that might have had that? And now you're telling me that I just hired Down syndrome people to electrocute the innocent? Like, that's not what happened, man. All right? <laughs> That's not what happened? No, no, I don't know one Down Syndrome person. Wait, I gave, can you not do this to me? I know you're a comedian, but I did not give a Down Syndrome kid a remote, did I? Oh, I can't believe I'm even asking. I heard, I heard that happen. I heard that happen. I didn't see it. But then then you had the transgender fights. I mean, you were doing that before anybody. Yes, wait, Uh, who else is doing transgender fights now? I think I still own that, right? Yeah, you were you were having you were having transgenders fight each other. I mean, I never you were having the big bitches contest, and it was it was insane. But it was way ahead of its time. Yes. Uh, well, so, I mean, you you were doing fight circus way before fight circus. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm happy for everybody that they got uh, motivated to do it from seeing my shit. As long as there's a bunch of shit for everybody to watch, I don't really care, man. I don't need to uh, own. I have all the money and all the pats on the back. I just want more. I just want to further the sport of entertainment. I don't really care. Did you see my floating island fight? I, I, I did see that. I saw that. But it seemed like that one guy that was like a little bit past his prime. The guy who got beat up by that guy, Mike, by up by um, I don't know if he ever had a prime. The, the, the guy that uh, Lewis's guy, John. Yeah, John beat up, beat up. Yeah, I know. It, it was a close fight, but yeah, I think John. We're trying to find a fight for John where. He looks like he has the upper hand so that he can get a victory before he dies. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed like it was kind of like, uh, but I mean, the funny, one of the funniest things when you fought out, when you fought mayhem and you thought you'd have an advantage by putting grease all over your Yeah. Body, whoops. And, and then you got choked out in like nine seconds. Yeah. Because it was way easier for him to slide everything in. Yeah. He told me that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> See, it was right after the GSP thing where GSP was accused of being greased up. And I was like, Oh, so he greased himself up to get out of submissions. That's what I thought. I don't know. <laughs> I remember you falling asleep, and I'm going, oh, no, he has to fight another four rounds. Yeah, like, no, I remember waking up in the ring, and I didn't know where I was for a second. I remember, like, like whoa, 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 and then I see Everlast with a microphone, and I'm like, is that the Everlast? I'm like, that's crazy. And then I look around, I'm like, whoa, there's a whole bunch of people here. And I'm lying on the ground in a Speedo, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then Mayhem's like, get up! And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, no, it's crazy. I, I felt bad for Raw Dog during those fights. I, I got I to gotta admit, I know he signed up for it, but that, those are the fights where I'm like, oh, man. That was the ones I think I've never seen Justin Fortune more disgusted by a person. Was watching Raw Dog's fights. Yes. He was, like, he, he was like, this makes me, he was so, like, it was almost like he was embarrassed about being in the same like yeah, he gender. was. He was. <laughs> no, there's like there's like a there's a fake tough guy and then there's a t- tough guy and that's what Justin was. Justin was, you know, and every time I fought he's like you get in there and you kill this cunt. I'm like it's the blindfolded boys. I don't care. Kill the cunt. And I look at always look and wait for him to do the laugh and he never <laughs> did it. He just always was like go on. Yeah. He he was like, I'm like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, oh, it's my dog's birthday, so I, I made a mistake, and like, and I'm like, that's like, he's eating a steak with his dog. On yeah. His dog's birthday. Like that's the kind of, I mean, that was like the sweetest thing I ever heard, but also like the manliest thing. 
That's no, no. that's him. He he used to talk to my kids, and he couldn't stop cussing. And my ex would always try to get him to stop. But in the end, we just let him cuss because it was this weird. He's like, "How oh, are you, little cunts? You good?" And it would be, it was so endear. He was so endearing. Like he really does care for the yeah. kids. That we just let him do it. Like he used to get the whole biggest whole pass ever. He would just cast up a storm in front of both of them, and and my ex would never said shit. Dude, there was so many fun. I remember one time I tried to impress you, so I knew an Australian porn star that <laughs> loved you. So I brought her to the gym, and you're, I'm like, "Hey, this is girls from Australia. She's a porn star. She's a big fan of yours." You're like, "The fuck are you doing? This is what you're bringing to the gym? I- I'm married." I'm like, "Oh, sorry," uh, and I just like left. I felt stupid. I was like, oh, "I thought maybe you would." Like, I don't know. I was like, she wanted to meet you. and might have been one of those ones where you were about to get me in a lot of trouble. I think I was probably mad because it's an Australian porn star, which means she's probably open to having sex with me, which means I only have like four or five no's in my pocket, Adam, before I start fucking. I'm not that good, especially back then. I could be like, no, thank you. I'm, I'm married. No, thank you. I'm married. No, thank you. I'm married. And now I'm fucking you. Like, I do, I'm not very good at that. So I I understand. This is the one story today that I'm I'm backing myself on. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. Don't bring that shit over to the gym. I'm married with kids. <laughs> All the other ones, I'm so sorry. I apologize. No, nah, man. It was it's entertaining. You know, you meet so many people in LA that are exactly like, uh, and that, that's that that's not you. So it was, it was cool to like see some like fresh fresh energy well i'm happy to be around long enough to have grown and to appreciate everybody uh and and their and their work because at this point i I, i'm I'm happy to see what you're doing i think it's amazing that dana white stepped up and gave you that i think it's so fucking cool i love hearing when dana does cool things because i told it got a little intimidating to me lately i'm just like oh i'm i'm i think I, i don't know how i did it but i don't i'm scared to reach out to you now i don't know how i did that to myself but I did. No, I, I, I think that's on your. Uh, I think that's on you, man. Yep. I, th- I just think I think he's got so much pressure. I know that too. That's the other reason. I'm like, dude, you don't have time to. Don't. I don't need a ticket. Don't worry about it. I'll. I'll get the pay per view. You're good. <laughs> no, no, but he's a fan of yours, man. Well, I'm a fan of his. I'm telling you, man. Three weeks without him, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh, I know. I know. I'll tell you what I'm gonna I'm do. What's, what's Tom Segura? I saw some of the jokes that they left in, and I'm like, like I do a joke about like. Uh, just, just some jokes about John Jones and, and other people. I'm just like, uh, I hope I hope it's not a backlash, but it is it is it is what it is. I mean, these are jokes. You it's know? a you're it'd be different if you were like you know fuck John Jones. I want to you know if I see you, it's you're a fucking you're on stage being a comedian. I, I feel like when it comes to those guys, they have big egos and and they're also sensitive butt fuckers, but their ego is far superior than their touchy butt. And you're bringing <laughs> them up in a joke. That makes them legendary. They that's all they care about. Do you, you watch the Henry Cejudo video I did? No. What? What'd you do? Uh, uh, for the MMA awards that were last week, I had him uh, instead of cringe ass Henry, instead of wet ass pussy, it's cringe ass Henry, and he and he like raps about it. It's it's actually like got like a half million views. He raps. Yeah, he well, we have a, 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 a he he like lip syncs, but he rap, he raps, but it's about he's he's in the video. Rapping about how short he is and how he lost his virginity at 32, and like he's like, like he takes piss out of himself. Uh, so that sounds. Uh, I'll yeah. check that out. Yeah, 100%. All right, so everybody, because this podcast comes out tomorrow, so which means it your special on UFC Fight Pass comes out today. Yes. Okay, so everybody who listens to this can get UFC Fight Pass if you don't have it already, and then you can see Adam Hunter 
killing it doing stand-up comedy on UFC fucking fight pass. This guy deserves some respect over here because this, this, as he said, there can be another one and then another one and then we got ourselves comedy and MMA. I, I, I'm happier about it. I think it's a great idea. I would love to have that happen. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on your show. Anytime, dude. Thanks for rushing and driving from Vegas. I know you're a busy guy. I respect your hustle. Always have, Adam. So thanks Thank and you. see you next Thank time, you. all right? Thank you. Later, mate. Bye-bye. All right. Uh... Oh, I should say goodbye, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's a weird podcast. It's chopped up and scrambled, but we got it done. We did it. We do have one We don't have guest. another guest. Another guest oh. cancelled while oh. I was interviewing that guest and they want to do next week, which I think works out because I think this podcast went for like two hours. Did it? I'm not even sure. Fuck, I, I, it definitely day. went long for sure. All right, so uh, down... What I I just love Adam Hunter, good know? guy, right? Yeah, I because I I, I love people that him. have memories of stuff that I don't remember, so that I can understand appreciate where I've come from. Yeah, because I don't remember me anymore. Well, I mean, it, interesting too to see people's perspectives of you, you know, because they're always going to look at you through a different lens than you see yourself. I remember those times. I was really tweaked out back then. Snappy guy. There was just a lot happening, and I had not fixed myself at all. Oh, I know. I met that guy. I was very you forget dark. that I, I met that Jason. Right. I, didn't I didn't have, have a lot, lot of, to say to anybody. No, that I ran into you in Whole Foods shortly after I'd been at your house watching the fights on my own birthday. And I was just like, oh, there's, you know, that's Benji's friend Jason. I was like, hey, how's it going, Jason? I was just at your house. Weird, you're at Whole Foods. And you just like had your hood up and your head down and like barely saying anything. And you're like, I just finished my show. I'm just really tired. I was like, yep. Oh man! Cool, me too. Anyway, so bummed out after the shows. Take care, guy. Like you just looked so grumpy, and I was like, I, I get it. He's this dark guy. <laughs> and I also thought you just had zero interest in saying hello to me, because I don't think we talked much at your house either. Right. I hung out with Devin mostly. <laughs> I noticed that. You you liked you thought I was attractive, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel good. This is a high note to go out on. Woo! Tell everybody, don't forget, recommend podcasts. Awesome world. It's cool, man. All right. Have a good one, everybody. See you next week. Don't die.